on a magnificent Monday afternoon or evening, wherever you may be. It's the Teddy Bear, and welcome to Night Tracks Radio. Lord have mercy. And today's artist spotlight, she's from Denmark, and her name is Ida Nielsen, and she is funky. Yes, Lord, with her new hit album, More Sauce Please. So on behalf of Night Tracks Radio and the Teddy Bear, it is my honor to welcome Ida Nielsen to the show. How are you doing, my queen? I'm very great, especially after that introduction. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You are an incredible musician. I mean, just simply incredible. The only thing that I'm bothered by is that when are you going to when are you going to come back to the states and do some touring? Oh man, I would love to. It's um, you know, I'm from Denmark. There are some issues with the work permits and stuff. So, but oh. at some point, I hope uh, I hope it's going to be possible to do a tour and uh, get it going again. I hope so. I really hope so. I first became familiar with you when I first heard your album "Turn It Up," and my favorite song from that album was "The Librarian." That was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was funky. And then you come with the new EP or the new album, my, my faux pas, More Sauce, Please, Where I Love. It's every song on there from, it's it's it's, it's gone featuring um, Vic Damone and also Gloria, uh, as far as Gloria's Disco. It's like every track, you had the ability to bring something new and something fresh, and the funk is definitely alive in this entire album. Oh, man, thank you. So what I wanted to know, what are some of the things that you have learned as far as being able to improve on your musicianship? Because I know that you work tirelessly because I know that you're a perfectionist. So what are the what are some of the key ingredients or key elements that you were able to put in this new album? Well, I just really wanted to make a funky album, uh, you know, uh, all kinds of funk, because um <laughs> I, I did a lounge album a couple of years back, and uh, some of my fans were not too happy about that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, basically, I just wanted to to go back and and just bring the funk uh, and and just you know it's, it's been a while since I released something, so I was just playing around, and I the, only the key was just it has to be funky in some kind of way. And yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, one of the things that I've had the pleasure of conversing with so many wonderful artists like yourself and um, when they have an opportunity to work with someone musically that they truly admire, I've always been intrigued by you had a very close relationship with Prince for six years. And what are some of the things that you were able to take from him? and also being able to improve on your playing? Well, I almost don't know where to start because <laughs> uh, I learned so much. I learned, I really went to school uh, for those six years. It was, uh, it was really a gift. You know, it's um, from like from every little detail in the studio, how he would arrange stuff live, and of course, how he would plant, how he would keep everybody on their toes. You know, it's just like he made us think about every little 
detail in like regarding the whole music business and but mostly for me what i took was um like the musical part I, I, i'm using it so much especially like for my live my live performer performances uh the uh, I try to make some medleys and, you know, I try to do stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, you would have liked this, you know? Um, and, you know, it's, it's just like, even he's not here anymore. He's a huge source of inspiration for me because of everything that I learned. And of course, you know, not to speak of how brilliant he played everything. It's, uh, but I think it, for me, it's more overall the, I don't know what to call that, the gigantic, musicality uh, it's it's you know it's really next level and um and the magic i i hope you know it was it was very special every time especially the live shows the magic he would give to people in the shows and for me the way i see it is like you could tell that he loved to play he was just in the music all the time and I think the audience could feel that love because, and this is a story I, I tell it often, but I, I think it doesn't get old. The song Purple Rain, we played it so many times. We almost played it at every concert. And, you know, before my time, he must have played it also at every concert. Right. And, and it always had that soul. It always had a nerve. And I never had a feeling that he didn't want to play it or wasn't feeling like it. And I got moved every time we played it. And that's not normal, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's right. really not normal. You play one song this, that amount of times and and you're still getting touched by, by playing it. But, you know, he just had that some extra something like really heart and soul uh, that just came across always. And, you know, I've, I've played many different stuff, uh, things before and, and for instance, playing some gigs where I was like, oh, it's gonna be good when this gig is over so I can get home, you know? It's, I think every musician tried that, but I right. never had the feeling with him. I always had the feeling like he was in it right now and he loved it. And uh, that's, that's, what I would like to do. I, I hope to do it and I try to do it, um, you know, but to have that feeling of put everything aside, now this is um, this is where we are and this is what matters right now. Uh, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing I learned apart from all like- You know, I, I all see the an interview with you. Say what, right. I'm sorry? No, what I was getting ready to say was is that I had um, listened to an interview that you gave a while back. And what I found so intriguing is that you said something that really touched the nerve with me. You said, how important is it? it how important is it that you have something to say in your music and also that you live in the moment? And what I notice about you as far as being a composer and a band leader I see all of them. I see all those elements in you. And that's one of the things I truly love about this new album. I mean, it's just you standing in your own and you are playing, excuse my French, you are playing the hell 
out of that base. It's like you and that base are have just become <laughs> just one entity. How does it feel when you when you are performing live? It seems like you turn into a completely different entity almost. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's um I'm 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 so happy to be performing live. It's it's fantastic. You know, I I I don't have any major hits or, or anything. I'm just very grateful that it's possible for me to actually tour and play my own music. And it's such a gift. It's really very rewarding to to play your own music and have your own band and 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 you know do all these musical decisions. It's I, I love it very much. So I guess I hope that comes across too. Hello. There we are. Can you hear ah, me? Yes, there now I hear are. you. Sorry, I, you I was like, it, it froze. I don't know <laughs> if it's my connection or, or what's happening. <laughs> oh boy, modern technology. I yeah, feel you, Jesper. Jesper, uh, Jeff, uh, Jesper Larson said, play some funk while we wait for Teddy Bear to rejoin. <laughs> <laughs> that makes two of us, brother. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. But as I was saying, you have become one with your instrument. And it's a beautiful experience to see when you have the fans in the palm of your hands and being able to deliver that kind of passionate musicianship. What I wanted to know is that after a live performance, how long does it take you to wind down from that? Oh, it takes a little while. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of a, you know, uh, but well, you know, it's also physically you give everything. So um, so once you do wind down, you get kind of tired. Uh, but but right after there's lots of energy for sure. Having the responsibility of being a band leader and going in the studio. And another thing I love about the new album, of course, More Sauce Please, it's smooth, but it's also still very raw. Was that your intention when you went into the studio to work when you worked on the project to make sure it still had that, that rawness to it, that live, real musicianship to the album? Yes, I, I really wanted that. Um because I, I want it to feel, I always like a little bit when it's raw, but also I want it to sound pretty. So it's a combination. I right. think this <laughs> album is really a, a combination of my personality. <laughs> so I, uh, 
like of what I like, but you know, it's funk. It gotta be a little dirty, you know, it can't be too polished. Uh, so um, I like that part, but then I also like the more when it gets more smooth because that is also funk. Right. Your vocals. I mean, people, you know, I just wish, you know, for me personally, I've seen you perform live with Prince. Wow. I want you to sing more because your, vo <laughs> mm -hmm. your vocals are there. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a different situation. I consider myself a bass player who sings more <laughs> than a singer who plays bass. Right. And, you know, obviously working with people from the States, at the like the best singers in the world it's it's you know it's i i it, it's it's a different story to me but i i love to do it though and it uh, even like my voice is not so big i try to play around with that so so for, with the contrast of the bass and the, and the, <laughs> the tiny voice so yeah so what is it like to have your own signature bass that's that's huge yeah, it's fantastic. It's a, it was a dream. So I mean, it's and I'm so happy. It's uh, like I, Holger, the guy from Sandberg Guitar. He he gifted me a bass back in the day before I, I even played with Prince. So I wasn't famous. Nobody knew about me. But I tried one of his his basses, and I was like, this just fits me perfectly. And and he was like, yeah. Uh, I think you need it. And then he ended up gifting it to me. And then when the time came when I thought, you know, now it's about time to do a, a signature base. He was totally, I wanted to do it with him because of that, you know, because he was just being a, like good vibing hippie <laughs> giving me a base. So, yeah. So, it, yeah. And of course it's, that's fantastic to get the chance to, to build your own base and, you know, well, the funk truly shines through oh, on the new album. Of course, family, again, remember to get the new album, More Sauce Please, 11 tracks of pure uncut funk, or as <laughs> Eden would say. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, <laughs> and we definitely love it. How long did it take you to come up with the concept of the album? Well, actually, the album, I've, you know, I'm writing stuff all the time so it was i had just had a lot of unfinished stuff uh and i just picked what fit together the most and um and then when when i thought i was finished i was like mm, I'm, i feel like i i want something uh light and a little stupid and uh, <laughs> and then I did this because I've, I've been doing that uh, on on all my albums, like a, a little, you know, a short track that I did always very, uh, very fast. And then, you know, that's how it is. And that's what uh, uh, comes out of it. And 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 the, I like the energy of just doing something fast. And if you make a few mistakes, it's OK. Or just because of that that whole you know things things have changed so dramatically i remember when an artist came up with a concept or a melody 
they would have to actually physically get up and go to the um, paper studio time and yeah. work on their music. But now most musicians have their own studio in their home. So when a melody comes to them or something comes to them, they immediately jot it down or they go to their studio and start recording. So how often, because I know you live and breathe music. So how often do you find yourself just recording just off of thoughts or things that you've experienced? Yeah. <laughs> Very often. I, I don't, I mean, I wouldn't say all the time, but I have little ideas. And when I have a moment uh, where I'm not touring and but sometimes even also when I'm touring, you know, then I get some peace and I start working on stuff. And um, and then at some point when I'm like, okay, maybe I should actually do something with all these ideas, then I, I start to see which one will work and, and what do I like if I go back and and and, and see how, how it fits. But I, I most of all my songs, I started, sitting in my sofa with the with the computer and a, a bad microphone and <laughs> and uh yeah uh then that's and yeah or then i play a little guitar a little bass and and have an idea and then and program some stuff and then basically i almost only go into the studio to record live drums when i want the live drums on it and to mix it afterwards but right. um, yeah but the rest I'm just doing here at, at home. Okay. You had an opportunity to travel and see a lot of this wonderful world. Yes. If you think back, is there any particular country or city that stands out that was just really just vibing with your music? Uh Oh, there's many, I think. Um, yeah. No, oh, you're talking now about my music. Uh, about you, about, you, yeah, about your okay. music, because you, you have a wonderful, loyal fan oh, base yeah. who love your yes. music. Yes, I'm so grateful. Well, that, you know, the thing is, I'm, I'm very, very lucky because it's, I'm touring a lot and I'm touring a lot in Europe and, and there's like certain places we always come back to, like Paris seems to really want to hear some funky music and uh stockholm like sweden and uh czech republic italy and uh, like uh, this fall tour we just went to um croatia and slovenia for the first time but it seems like every I, I wouldn't now i'm saying certain countries and i feel bad i'm not because <laughs> we were touring so much in germany and uh holland and like it's basically all over Europe. I, I have uh, some fantastic people who want to come and hear some funky music, and and that's you know it's it's just great. It's great to travel and meet some people. And I say this is all the shows to really meet some people who want to hear some funky music. You know, that's it's right. not it's it's uh, <laughs> it's fantastic and. Uh, you know, there's people out there who want to hear. It. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, yeah, I can think. I can think of no better way to bring people together than funk, my yeah. love. Yes, love. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> funk is definitely a beautiful thing. And again, family, remember to get all of Edith's tour 
information, stop by her official website. That's edanielsonbase.com. And also be sure to pick up her new fantastic, of course, album, More Sauce, Please. Lord have mercy. Well, again, like I said, I'm waiting for you to come back out here to the States and perform. I know Europe has a love affair with you. You know, the funny (laughs) thing about living here in the States, and I've said this on several occasions, I think, that we have become so spoiled as far as music is music is concerned that we don't show the appreciation that a lot of great artists like yourself that have earned. But when you go over to you, when you go over to Europe, whether it's you were in Japan, whether you're in London, Switzerland, the Czech Republic, they have a love affair. They show so much mm-hmm. admiration and so much respect for music. They know the liner notes. They have the album covers. It is such a wonderful thing when you're performing and having people singing to your song. No, for no. What what is that? What is that feeling like for you when you see that? When Uh, you experience that firsthand? Beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Uh, You know, it makes me very happy (laughs) when that happens. (laughs) What is it like living in Denmark? Well, uh, right now it's a little bit cold. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's well, it's it's great. Um, after uh, after my years with Prince, I, I wanted to go back because um, because I wanted to be a little closer to my parents that were getting old. Right. And um, and I actually I, I lived in Copenhagen, but now I moved to the countryside, so I'm really in the countryside in Denmark. So, um, so it's a little different, (laughs) but, uh, um, yeah, I'm embracing it. And thanks to the internet, it's, it's really, it's become more and more, I mean, you can really do a lot of everything from wherever you are in the world. You don't necessarily need to be in a big city to make stuff happen, even though it probably helps. Right. One of the things I get from you, the vibe I get from you, just discussing that, is that it brings it brings a sense of serenity, being able yeah. to think, and as far as the creative process, being able to naturally, organically, come up with things that you implement in your music. And I've been well again. I've been waiting a long time to have the opportunity to get you on the show. I have nothing but pure admiration for your musicianship. I applaud you for, man, making the funk what it needs to be, just uncut and raw. And you do a phenomenal job on this new album. How many tracks? (laughs) Oh, it's my pleasure. How many tracks didn't make it on a new album? Well, I think I almost have uh, another album (laughs) that didn't make it. But then unfinished tracks, you know, without uh, lyrics. Uh, But, uh, yeah. If you can go back in a time machine and you had an opportunity to have a conversation with a 20-year-old Ida Nielsen, what were some of the things that you would talk to her about to get her prepared for this journey? 
I don't even know how you could prepare anybody for that. It, it's, you know, it's it it was insane because it was you know the I I knew uh, like around that time that I, I wanted to be a musician, but um, I had no idea. I had no idea, you know, where 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 stuff would go, and it was my biggest dream to play with Prince. So it, it, you know, for me that it actually happened was uh, was very mind blowing, and I don't think I could have prepared myself for for that and all, you know, all the extras that came with it. And uh, because I also realized it's, um, you know, it's fun to try all the all the rock star stuff with the limos and the jets and all that, but for me the whole experience like. It's the like the heart and the music of it is is what I'm left with, and that's what's most important. And 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 that is, uh, I don't think I could have prepared myself for an experience like this at all. So yeah, <laughs> just uh, you know, hold on to your wig. <laughs> you know, it's it's amazing when you have a full understanding on what it means to be a musician. Um, mm -hmm. It's amazing when you get to the point that how important your music is and how many lives they can touch. And for me, listening to you and listening to your music, you've gotten to that point because you know how important music is. Music is such a powerful unity. It erases any color barrier because when we all funky, we all funky. Funk don't see colors. It, no. <laughs> it just, <laughs> it's just, it's just pure funk. And it was an honor to have you on the show. The only thing I'm going to ask from you, like I said, I definitely want you to come to the States and perform. Hopefully in 2024, you'll be able to do that. But I definitely want an autograph LP from you, young lady. I have to have Absolutely. that Absolutely. Of course. Like, <laughs> This is your home from away from home, whatever you need. Please do not hesitate to let us know. I love you. More importantly, I so respect much. what you're doing. And you are one hellacious bass player. Lord, I'm oh, rushing all the way the rest of the evening. <laughs> oh, man. I want to send out a lot of love to all the people that are tuning in from Richard to Laura to Richard again to Jesse. Oh, my God. Thank you. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And for those who missed the interview, be sure to go to our YouTube channel so you can see the interview in its entirety. But more importantly, get the new album, More Sauce, please. It is infused <laughs> with 100 percent uncut. Funk, Lord, have mercy for <laughs> Lord, have mercy. And it's a beautiful thing. Thank you, my queen. You have a wonderful evening. And I look forward to hopefully knocking on wood to see you here in the States next year. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for everything, man. It's uh, just, uh, I'm just feeling good right now, man. <laughs> You you have you've earned it. You have earned. It. Oh, I had a fan ask me, said, do you think there's a remote possibility that you and two other talented young ladies will get back together and do an album? 
I definitely think there is a possibility. Okay. Uh, so we'll just have to see how things line up. Some of us, uh, or <laughs> some of the <laughs> ladies in there <laughs> have, have been having an awful lot of uh, kids. And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it will have to, you know, it will have to fit all together. But, you know, we're in contact and I, I do hope we, we're going to do something together again. I, and so many people would love to see that happen. You three together are magical, really, really, really magical. So we're There's hoping that it happens. Too, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, thank you again, my queen. Have a wonderful evening. We look forward to seeing you real soon, okay? Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. The super talented Lord Emerson, Ida Newson here on Night Tracks. want to thank everybody for tuning in and allowing the teddy bear to help you tune out all the negativity on this Monday. I know how Mondays can be, but that's all right. No need to fear. We got you. And again, be sure to get the new album, More Sauce please. It is available on all platforms, but make sure you head over to Apple. Get your nap all day. Keep the doctor away. Yes, Lord. Get that new album. And also be sure to stop by Eda's official website. That's EdaNielsenBase.com to get all of her tour information. And oh, family, before I forget, we will definitely uh, we'll be definitely back on this coming Wednesday. This coming Wednesday. It's at 2 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. I'm sorry, why did I say 8? <laughs> 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we welcome 12-time Grammy-nominated musician, the legendary Mr. Kurt Whalem, will be joining us this Wednesday as we get into his new hit Christmas single. Yeah, I can't believe Christmas just around the corner. But as in always, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and be sure to subscribe again to our our YouTube channel, that's at youtube.com forward slash night tracks. That's with two X's, it's at nighttracks.com. Also on TikTok, the same handle, Instagram, and also on Facebook. Whatever request you have, as long as it's funky, we always choose quality over quantity. We're here to bring real music back to their waves. So thank you once again. And as in always, keep it soulful here on Night Tracks Radio. God bless. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 